listening to a podcast from Light FM. Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on the Light Breakfast. And here with us today, we have Light's resident child psychologist, Katiana Asman. Katiana, the topic today is pranks. Sounds silly enough, but it could be quite a serious matter when it comes to kids and their understanding. But mm. it's also an important social part of how people interact. So how do we teach kids the concept of jokes and pranks in the proper way? You know, I think that all of us have either been subject to pranks or have pulled pranks in our lifespan. Like you said, yeah. it's something that is so normal, especially amongst kids and teenagers. And a lot of the times it's seen as something that's all fun and games. But like you said, there is often a harm component if consequences are not fully thought out, right? So I think it's important to talk to kids about how pranks do have that negative side to it and that if they are deciding whether or not to be the prankster to think about whether if it was something that were done that was done onto them whether it would be something that they would be okay with or whether they'd be hurt by it just so that it gives them an additional filter right. over whether they want to continue on with these acts right because a lot of time again we've talked about just neurodevelopment for kids they don't really think about what would it be like if the shoe was on the other foot and so they might think that something is really really funny especially if it's something that occurs on social media right but if it's something that affects them they would very much be unhappy about it so i think that's a really good kind of assessment measure for kids if we're communicating to them like hey you know we know that pranks are funny but whenever you want to act on a prank for somebody i think it's super important for you to think about whether you would be okay with that type of prank being done onto you and if so then i think it's something that you can do but if you're worried that it's or if you feel that you're going to be upset or hurt by it then definitely not something that you want to do on someone else I love that sort of filter because even though something you might think, oh, yeah, okay, I wouldn't mind if someone did that to me, but it would definitely be sort of hurtful to the other person because of a trigger yeah. or something, which we'll get into a little bit later. At least that's that one filter of questioning yourself first before yes. doing it. Are seemingly harmless pranks good or bad for a child? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's something that is, like you said, it's part of social development. So I'm not going to say that it's fully bad. And I think it also teaches kids about social interaction. It teaches kids about kind of jokes and stuff like that. So I think on the one hand, pranks are okay. But I do feel like definitely we have to be very aware of the impact of pranks. And it's unfortunately going to upset a lot of people. And I hope that that's the maximum that it gets to. But there are pranks that do physically harm people even though that's absolutely not the intention going into it. But the thing is like, yes, it's something that's just part of our culture. And I think definitely social media has made pranks even more appealing to people. But I think that it's something that is, if it's harmless and we're being fully aware of everybody's feelings going into it, I think that it's okay. So say if it was intended to be harmless, but the recipient was upset, you know, take a point to recognize that even though the intention was not to harm. But if it's something that does potentially Potentially have a risk factor attached to it, then I think it's super important that kids are aware of that. With social media being such a thing that 
that kids are looking at now, a lot of things seem hilarious and mm. funny. Yes. But yes. when we're talking about those harmless pranks per se, are they something that we should even be sort of teaching our kids to do? If you know what I mean? Like I know growing yes. up, I was never taught about to, prank. pra- to pranking people, except mm. for maybe Ooh. boo around the corner. I mean, I'm with you on that one, to be honest. Like I kind of have a little bit of a difficult relationship with pranks because like I said, I feel that no matter how harmless, there is some form of upset that comes out of it. It's um, always at the so- expense of someone in many cases. It's, exactly, right? Someone has to be the recipient of the prank, right? And it's never a pleasant thing. So I would say that, you know, there are some cases where it would be, you know, just kind of brushed off, but there are some cases where people get significantly upset by it. So I wouldn't be one to teach my kid how to prank. But again, I think that just social media has made it so appealing, you know, because you see it all over social media, people running all these pranks. Similar with like, you know, these challenges that people do on social media, which they think is funny, but you know, has resulted in severe consequences for some. I wouldn't be inclined to teach your child how to prank, except that it's something that's definitely happening in your children's environment and teach them about what is responsible and of course about harm. But I wouldn't go and teach my kid how to be a prankster. Katrina, you know, we've talked a little bit about how to get our kids thinking about pranks and perhaps pranks not being the focus of community humor with kids Mm. because it does have ripple effects in terms of how it affects the individual child that's being pranked. But what if your child was the one that was pranked and Mm. somehow it affects your child's trust in their friends or the world around this or really kind of amplifies an anxiety in them that perhaps wasn't obvious before or didn't you didn't know that they had before but now seems to be there how how would you counsel your child on this situation and that's exactly why i'm not a fan of pranks is because this is a consequence that we have to deal with right and Mm -hmm. it could be something super super minor and like i said the opposing side or the prankers or pranksters wouldn't really think about it so i would say to parents who are going through this it's Mm -hmm. really important to kind of hear the child out and understand what they're feeling with regards to what's kind of gone on because like we said we can never fully predict how these pranks impact people so we first want to understand how they're feeling on the heels of it and if there's any like you said trust issues or anxieties that are coming out of it and then kind of going back and highlighting that while the actions or while the prank itself was potentially inappropriate and it's something that absolutely upset them and we understand why Mm -hmm. go back to sort of the intent because we want our child to not feel like they have to be suspicious of everybody and that their friends don't really want to be friends with them going back to the fact that like I think it's really important that we talk to your friends about how what happened makes you feel and I'm absolutely certain that your friends are not going to say that they intended to hurt you Mm. it was probably something that they felt was funny and didn't realize that it was going to upset you so I think it's about having kids understand that the intent is kind of a polar opposite of how they're feeling it's Mm -hmm. not going to be a solution to the problem but I think it's going to help they're going to feel a little bit less negative about what happened Mm -hmm. but I do encourage parents to facilitate a conversation between their child and their friends who had kind of orchestrated this so that both parties can kind of see the negative of it and they can get some closure. So I would do it that way. I'm glad you said that about both parties because I know from you know personal experience as a parent, sometimes the other kid still doesn't get why it's such a big deal. So mm-hmm. having parents, both sort of sets of parents step in and sort of um, be able to sort of explain how it wasn't meant this way, but this was the effect is I think really important here. 
And I think it gives a lot of control back to the child who's had that kind of taken away from them, right? By being able to confront it. So yeah, I would definitely encourage that. On Growing Pains today with Katyan Azman, our light resident child psychologist, we're talking about the issue of pranks and we've discussed quite a little bit about it so far and one of the issues I think that should be highlighted, pranks should be something that everyone laughs along to, everyone involved, including the pranker as well. The whereas, pranky and the prankers correct. all laugh together, yeah. yeah yes. Whereas if it's just you pranking someone and it's at their expense that they're embarrassed and then everyone laughs at them, it feels like it's crossing the line into bullying. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That that's very logical actually. Right. So then as parents, how do we figure out at which point do we need to step in and mm. try to resolve the issue or be involved in mm. the pranking that's going on? I'm really glad you brought it up because one of the things that is often discussed within the bullying space whenever kids are confronted about their behaviors is they often fall back on the oh it was a joke exactly or, oh it was a prank you got right? no sense and of humor so, lie you don't know yeah. how to laugh exactly yeah. exactly right so a lot of the time it is kind of used as justification that oh I didn't mean to it was mm. just something funny right mm. and I think that's where the adults involved need to be able to make the assessment because kids might not be able to do that. That. But you're right, there is a very subtle difference. And to me, it very much goes in line with sort of like the purpose of the action itself. And I feel that when we look at pranking, like you said, it's often something that is to elicit a humorous response, to elicit a laugh. The pranky might not think it's funny initially, but it's something that ultimately they should be able to brush off and think was kind of like a right. haha moment. But I feel when I think of bullying, there is very much a targeting that comes into it, right? So there is an intent to belittle, embarrass, harm the person on the receiving end. You might get a laugh out of it as a byproduct on behalf of the person who is doing the bullying, but the goal is not to elicit that humorous response. It is to make someone feel bad. It is to kind of put them in a demoralizing position. That's sort of the whole purpose behind it. So it becomes very tricky when you're communicating with kids because to them, it might be like, well, I thought it was funny. And yeah. that's still something that happens within the bullying space. So to go back to your question about when do we as parents or adults or teachers step in, I say if it's something that isn't improving despite the prankers being informed that it isn't something that's appropriate. So if there was no targeting involved because I'm thinking about sort of the kids that I've worked with and the pranks that have happened and you know and just recently it was you know something as simple as like they had pulled one of the boys PE shorts down when oh, they were right, playing soccer right. but not enough to expose things but mm -hmm. just kind of like tugged on the back of his shorts and it was something that of course this child was just mortified by but the entire soccer field burst out and laughing I think what would be an example of this is that you know if it was communicated like hey you know we get that it was funny but you know it really embarrassed so and so and it wouldn't be something that I think everybody here would enjoy if it happened to them so since it upset this particular child let's kind of try to find a different way to make everyone laugh next time and if the kids kind of take that lesson 
lesson and move on from that, I would say kind of just leave it. But if it's something that's continuing to happen to this child, like with some of the kids I'm working with, despite the teacher's intervention, despite the child standing up to these kids, it continues to happen. And that's where I would say absolutely. We're edging on the tip of bullying, even if the child or the children are too young to recognize it Hmm. and the adults need to get involved. Because for whatever reason, the pranky is someone that's an easy target. And so they probably are going to continue doing that. So I would say that would be the point for me is to see whether it becomes a recurring thing despite parties involved acknowledging that there's hurt involved. And still um, continuing to... And still continuing, Mm. absolutely. Then the adults are obligated to do something about it. That's actually a, a really good sort of differentiation advice because it can recur in different ways but it's still recurring and so that needs to be looked at thank you so much Katiana we're talking about pranks today on growing pains you can listen to this again on the light breakfast podcast that's on the shock app you've been listening to a light fm podcast on shock that's s-y-o-k